a charge to keep I have, a God to glorify, a never-dying soul to save, and fit it for the sky. Arm me with jealous care, as in thy sight to live, and, O thy servant, Lord, prepare a strict account to give. It's time to play ball. Welcome to the podcast with no limits. Whether it be sports, current events, or random thoughts, this is the place to step in and stay a while. Your host is a proud alumnus of Rio Hondo Prep, a former minor league baseball umpire, and a man with strong opinions. Welcome to the Get Home Safe Podcast and your host, Matt Persima. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Get Home Safe. It is Monday, April 5th, 2021. Thank you so much for joining us today on this very special edition of the Get Home Safe Podcast. We're definitely doing something a little different. For those of you who have been listeners, of the podcast for all these many months, actually over a year now, you know that I have great love for my alma mater, Rio Hondo Prep. We've talked a lot about Rio Hondo Prep, mostly about football, uh, the great tradition that it has. And uh, I, I think that a lot of our listeners are alumni or people who can appreciate uh, Real Hondo Prep uh, Athletics and, and specifically football. So that is why we do a lot of topics and uh, discussion about Real Hondo Prep. We have a great group of listeners. Like I said, a lot of people from there. Bill Barnes calls it the Real Hondo Radio Network, uh, just because that's that's who the audience is. And this isn't all about this podcast is not all about Real Hondo Prep. Uh, I try to talk about different things. When I started this podcast, I wasn't sure the direction I was going to go. I almost consider it three different podcasts now with Mondays kind of being open-ended, a lot of sports topics. Wednesday, of course, is dedicated to my good friend, Bill Barnes on the weekly Wednesday weigh-in. Uh, he, We've won him over as a real Hondo prep fan uh, with all the topics and things I've talked about and you know the program. And then Fridays is all about a long form interview with somebody, right? A lot of real Hondo prep graduates, a lot of sports officials, and sometimes just some random people that I find interesting. Well, uh, as I say, this podcast is not all about real Hondo prep, but I will say this today. It is today. This podcast on April 5th is going to be all about real Hondo prep football because a very big event happened last week, Thursday, April 1st, April Fools, right? 2021 after this this crazy year that none of us ever th- saw. Thought we would everything that happened just completely unimaginable. No where you stand uh politically uh no wherever. Wherever you stand, there's no way any of us could have thought that uh basically our lives would be shut down. And a lot of us look internally at our own lives and the things we have to go through. And we often don't think about the younger people, the younger generation, the kids who don't get to do the things that some of us got to experience over the years. I'm incredibly grateful for 
my younger days. I, I definitely don't have everything all figured out, but in, in my life's journey, I am incredibly grateful for the so many opportunities I got, the various experiences I was able to participate in. Uh, and a lot of that had to do with my uh, background, my parents, they were wonderful. Uh, my friends, I, I thought I had some very good friends. I'm still very close friends with today. But but a big part of that was being someone who went to Rio Hondo Prep as well. And when you're at Rio, maybe you take for granted what you're going through at the time. But I think later on down the road, you look back and you're like, man, I learned so much from those experiences. So in the various interviews I've done specifically on Fridays. Now I talk to a lot of alum, a lot of alumni, right? Going back and looking at their playing days. It's fun. It's, it's an opportunity for us to talk about what it was like. I talk to my classmates now, I, you know, I'm 36 years old. I'm like, man, these kids, I, I'm now, uh, I'm, I'm 18 twice, which is crazy to think about because when I was going through high school, that was just my world. I never looked, thought any further than that. I just wanted to play ball. Uh, I knew the it, it was going to be a short time in my life, and I wanted to embrace every second of it. Anyway, not to get too sentimental here, but today's show uh, is dedicated not just to Real Hondo Prep, but the Real Hondo Prep football team to to all the young people that really had a rough time this past year. Um, the seniors last year who kind of had everything stop and didn't get to complete their senior year. It's for the seniors this year who had so much uncertainty going into the year and to have a football season basically taken away from them because the state of California is uh, very poorly run. 30 plus other states around the country were able to play football um, in the regular season, the regular fall season, but uh, for some reason, California couldn't figure that out. Anyway, we won't get too much into that. Today is about the kids. Today is about the student athletes at Real Hondo Prep. It's about the alumni, the coaches, um, everyone who has ever gone to a Real Hondo Prep football game and enjoyed it and understood when you look out at that field and you look in the stands and you, you just feel the environment and you're like, hey, this is pretty special. Many people think their programs are special and unique. I think Real Hondo Prep is the most unique football program in not just all of Southern California, but probably the country. Dedicated to making young men better, dedicated to excellence, overachieving. So many great things and lessons you learn from football. Rio never makes excuses. They they always have 20 guys, and they play 11-man football. It's the smallest school in, uh, I believe, California that plays 11-man football. Um, there's never an excuse. They got freshmen out there. They got sophomores out there. It doesn't matter. They treat the program like it's a big-time program. And so God bless uh, the administration. God bless Mark Carson. He's done a great job with the, with the, uh, the team and taking it into a new direction. Uh, Ken Drain, the athletic director who's been a, who was a football coach there for many years, won a lot of CIF titles. I mean, the program is in great hands. And so today we're going to do something a little different. I had talked earlier on Friday about 
you know, I'll give you my final four re- reactions and this and that. I'm, I'm scratching all that today. Today is all about Real Hondo Prep football. And the beauty of running my podcast is that I can talk about what I want to talk about. I I had always wanted to do that. I've always wanted, oh, I, I wish I could have a show where I could just talk, you know, random stuff. Real Hondo Prep football, uh, you know, uh, college baseball, uh, you know, boxing. Just bounce around different topics. A different, uh, you know, it, it, my my thoughts and the things I enjoy might not be for everyone. But apparently there are some people that do like what I have to say. The topics and things I like to talk about anyway, not so much me. So today's about Real Honda Pro Football. The young men from RHP last Thursday um, participated in a football game against their rivals Pasadena Poly at the Rose Bowl. I've built it up for for months, right? hoping it would be this uh, great game and, and just a memorable experience for these guys who are only going to play, play a three-game football season. It was originally canceled the night before the game because of some COVID uh, issues at Pauly uh, two weeks ago, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Rescheduled for April 1st, so thank goodness uh, everyone was able to do that. But this game was played uh, at the Rose Bowl on Thursday night, and I was fortunate enough to be there. Uh, will call me as a member of the media, I guess you could say. And it was I was so fortunate to be able to uh, put out some videos, put out some uh, audio and different things. Uh, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to do that because what I saw was real Hondo prep football at its finest. Uh, it was they did not the, the cares did not play well in the first half. They had some moments where they looked good, but just made some uncharacteristically uh, uncharacteristic mistakes, and, and simple mistakes. Not uh, not anything that was all that uh, dynamic or anything. Just you know, literally dropping the ball, uh, holding penalties, stuff like that. There was just hey, but but the beauty of football is that things don't always go your way. You make mistakes. The best teams out there make mistakes. It's how you. Respond to adversity, things not going your way. That's why I love football, especially at the high school level. You train, you prepare, you think you're ready. You have all these contingency plans, and then ultimately you have to throw that out the window sometimes and just go go against the grain. Adjustments. Uh, there's so many themes in football, and young men need to play it. This attack on football that I see, I've seen the past few years is very troubling and and it's just people that don't want young men to grow into men because the pain, the, the lessons, all all the great things about football, um, man, they develop you. They develop you as a person more than any sport, more than any club, more than any class, high school football, makes you into a man. And it's not to say guys that don't play football, don't become great guys or great men themselves, but I can tell you there's there's 50-year-olds, there's 70-year-olds, probably some 90-year-olds right now who could sit in a rocking chair and tell you every play of their high school senior season. It's still that vivid in their mind what they could have done better, uh, the mistakes they made, the great achievements, uh, just just all those plays. So 
Today's about real Honda prep football. I was at the game on Thursday night at the Rose Bowl, and I was incredibly proud uh, of the way the boys played. And you know what's interesting is, so we root for teams, right? We root for uh, professional teams. We root for college teams. And you've never met any of those guys. Maybe some of us had got an autograph or whatever. And, and so some guys will ask, why do you care so much about your, your uh, how your high school's doing? And yeah, there's something to it. I've, I've actually never met any of the players on the team. I think I've met, uh, well, maybe one or two of the kids. But like one time for five seconds. I don't know the kids directly, but I don't know anyone who plays for the Rams either or probably plays for the Trojans either. But you know what? Those kids out there playing for Rio, they wore, they wore a uniform that I once wore. The guys 20 years before me once wore. And so I thought it was awesome on Thursday night to see the reactions from quite honestly all over the country. Real Honda Prep's a very small school, but has a very big football tradition. And uh, I heard there was a watch party up in Oregon. John Lee, Steve Amon probably uh, probably had a fun night watching that ball game. Um, I know there's there's former students in Japan who who may have tuned in. I mean, people all over the world. If you really break it down, and yeah, it was just a high school football game, big deal. But it was a big deal. It was a big deal to those kids who've been practicing since the summer, hoping they'd have a season. And here we are in April playing high school football finally. And the game on Thursday night was not uh, as glamorous as maybe other people wanted to see, but it was my kind of game. We live in this fantasy football age where, oh, 40 points a game, you got to score multiple touchdowns. Sure, it wasn't pretty. I will admit that. It was not pretty. But you know what? It was a grind. It was tough. It was like it was like a fight. It was like a fight in the ring where, you know, you're through 10 rounds and it's 5-5. And if you want to go get the victory, you got to win the, these next two rounds. So to continue to pursue excellence and keep fighting when the chips are down. Anybody can anybody can play hard and thump their chest when things are going great. It's really tough. It shows true toughness mentally and physically when everything's going against you. And you look up and Rio hasn't scored a touchdown in the entire game. There's two minutes left in the fourth quarter. They haven't scored a touchdown yet. Three minutes left, whatever it was. Come on, man. That's not entertaining. Well, if you're only entertained by by points and high-scoring offenses, then you're watching the wrong thing because that was a grind on Thursday night. Rio had some great plays, some tough plays. Pauly had some incredible plays. It was, a, it was a street fight. And some people are like, eight to seven? What kind of game is that? Well, I'll tell you right now, it was a great game. That's one that I will always remember being at. I've been to a lot of Real Honda prep games. One of the, some of the memories, uh, you know, I talked to Dave Ramos on Friday, or his podcast was out on Friday. You know, the 1995 championship game, Real Honda loses by two points, uh, 96 through 98, a three-peat. The 99 team losing in the semifinals to Grace Brethren, who, who went on a run 
and then if, and went 11 man the same year uh, I did as a senior. They beat they beat my team in the playoffs. See them go almost to like Division two now, and their their program build. They, they were the thorn in our side for a while there. To see Rondo Prep win titles in 11 man, to beat Mission Prep in a championship game after losing in week two to them by 40 plus points. To see Rojando Prep beat Arcadia High School. To see Rio compete with local schools. To compete against pretty big schools in playoff games in recent years. To see the new environment at Care Park and see kind of the similarities to what it's like uh, compared to Care, F- to Care Field. All of it. Rihondo Prep football is special. It will always be special. I don't care who wears that uniform. I'm going to cheer for them. I'm going to do what I can to support the program. And uh, this podcast is in moving forward is going to continue to support Real Hondo Prep football. It's something I love doing and I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to look back at memories and I'm going to give a few play-by-play highlight uh Highlight uh, type things as well. And and you're going to hear some of that tonight. Today, I should say. Today, uh, I'm going to take you to the Rose Bowl. I'm going to take you there with me on Thursday night. I'm going to take you there to me arriving in the parking lot about two hours before kickoff. Trying to gather my equipment. uh, Seeing other people arrive. Talk to some coaches and administrators and uh parents and just people before the game as we build up the game. And then you're going to hear some of the audio that I'm sure some of you have heard from some of the Facebook live videos. And you're going to hear a little play by play from me uh, in, in basically the, uh, the fourth quarter when everything was going on the big Rio drive at the end, the, uh, the field goal attempt and, and a little bit of the aftermath. You're going to hear all that quick interview with Mark Carson. I mean, you're going to, and then at the very end, probably the last 30 minutes, you're going to hear a conversation I had with Mark Carson, the head coach, uh, the day after. It's been posted on on Facebook, uh, our Get Home Safe fa- uh, Facebook page as well. But this is just kind of taking us all back to Thursday night, April 1st at the Rose Bowl to kind of relive the sounds of the game. I hope you guys enjoy this. It was so much fun putting this together. One of the most fun things I've I've done on this podcast. Uh, please let me know what you guys think because uh, I was proud of it. Put some work in, uh, maybe a little goofy at times, but I just I think Rio Hondo Prep needs to be uh, promoted. And I'm proud of my alma mater. I'm proud of the football program, the players, the coaches. It's something uh, I I still consider myself part of, and I know all alumni out there watching. Uh, feel the same way. So today I had talked about final four recap and my predictions for the championship game uh, in in college basketball. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm not going to do any of that right now because today's dedicated to Rihanna prep football and the big game from the Rose bowl against Pasadena Poly. We're going to relive that a little bit here. Um, I will post, I think, I think uh, a, a Facebook live video on uh, Monday at some point that will have my reactions to the games on Saturday from the final four and a preview and a look forward into the national championship game on Monday night. 
that's the plan. Uh, what I'm going to do uh, on Monday, just a 15 minute video probably, but I wanted this show today on April 5th to be dedicated to real Hondo prep because I think everyone who's been going through the motions this, this past year, they deserve something special and I can't do much, but I, I did want to put something together that I hope uh, even though you can't see highlights, I hope that the sounds that that we're going to put out here today take you to that field, take you to the Rose Bowl, close your eyes and feel like you're there. Because it was incredibly special for me standing there on the side then looking around and being like, man, I used to come here to UCLA games. I mean, the the, the late 90s UCLA teams, uh, Cade McNown, Skip Hicks, uh, Danny Farmer. I mean, uh, some great UCLA teams coached by Bob Toledo. I thought the Rose Bowl was a cool place. Like, man, this is great. You could see everything from these stands. And then to be on the field, pretty awesome stuff. Pretty awesome indeed. And look around and be like, hey, that's the corner where Vince Young uh, <laughs> couldn't be stopped. Hey, that's this is the, the end zone where the field goal went in. USC beating Penn State. Hey, talking to the grounds crew and them talking about, yeah, when the Stanford was here and Christian McCaffrey, they, man, that, that guy was unstoppable. I mean, it was almost surreal standing there on the grass feeling it. This is, this is the Rose bowl. <laughs> it may be a tough place to get into when there's a lot of people there, but the Rose bowl is still special and it was very special on Thursday night. So I'm putting aside the final four recap and a preview of the college basketball national championship game. You will have to go to our Facebook page for all that stuff. But guys today, is about Rio Hondo Prep. I hope you guys enjoy the sounds from Thursday night. Let me know what you think. Um, it was my pleasure to uh, put this together, and I hope it uh, you guys enjoy it as much as I did in putting it out. Let me now take you to the Rose Bowl, the Arroyo Seco, the Royal Seco uh, in Pasadena, California, for the big football game, the big matchup, the big rivalry, the 51st meeting between Rio Hondo Prep and Pasadena Poly under the lights at the Rose Bowl. Okay, I'm here live at the Rose Bowl with AJ Corsini, the defensive line coach and all-around hype man for Rio Hondo Prep. Uh, we are here uh, about an hour and a half, two hours before kickoff. AJ, what do you make of this game tonight at the Rose Bowl? Are you guys excited? Very excited. It's going to be a lot of fun for both these teams, for sure. Uh, a game a uh, long time in the making. I mean, uh, what was your experience, AJ, playing against Pasadena Poly back in the day? Um, it's when we were about new, a little newer to 11 man, so it was like our third year. Um, so my junior year we lost, and senior year we won, and it was always, uh, Poly's always a good competitor. I like playing them. Oh, great rivalry. And yes. uh, how about the, the whole concept of playing at the Rose Bowl, AJ? Do you think it's something that you'd like to see continue in the future? Yes, and I think it has a good chance. It uh, brings a little little extra. We'll see what it is without the fans today. And uh, it's a really, really big place. But uh, I've been on that grass before. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, a little different uh, for a football game. You guys are going to look a little faster for sure, I yeah. think. Yeah, so your voice might carry a little bit here in the empty <laughs> Rose Bowl, AJ. you got to save some. Hey, I'm pretty loud, so we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, I, it's going to be awesome. It's yeah, gonna be great. very, very, very cool. What's the mood of the, of the kids? Are they nervous? Are they excited? Uh, two weeks ago when we were going to play, before it got canceled, the guys were ready to go. And... Um, 
I think they're ready to go again. It's been a bunch of practices with no games mm -hmm. to play poly, and we're just glad that we get to get the game, and uh, we're going to come out, we're going to be ready to hit. What's your D-line have to do tonight to slow down the uh, Pasadena poly offense? Uh, they got to... They gotta penetrate and they gotta get down the line of scrimmage. They can't be fish hooking, getting too far upfield. Their offense moves fast from side to side. So the middle and the backside have really gotta get down the line and really push them to the sideline. And the point of attack guys have really gotta hold strong. They're gonna double team. And uh, our guys just gotta get after it. It's definitely there's definitely plays to be made from the defensive line today. Absolutely. Most football games are won in the trenches, yes. and uh, make no mistake about that. That uh, should be determined today. Well, AJ, good luck. Thank you for saying a few words and uh mm -hmm. man i think uh, the cares are ready to go yeah, i'm on that hype i'm hyped i'm hyped yeah all right thanks man <laughs> okay i'm now joined by assistant coach jt parker jt great night for football here at the rose bowl are you excited for the matchup between uh, you guys and pasadena poly it's always awesome to get together and play poly it brings out the best in our guys uh, we know it's a fun game a lot of hitting, the guys get amped up for it, coaches get amped up for it. It's our favorite game of the year. Absolutely. It's like uh, Christmas morning, it seems like. Uh, so, JT, what are your uh, duties on the staff? You kind of uh, a jack-of-all-trades, uh, kind of do it all there on the sideline, keeping Mark under control? <laughs> yeah. Um, I do the outside linebackers, um, and on offense, I do the receivers. Um, so, your bandits, your rovers, and then your Z and X on offense. Outstanding, yeah. man. You're going to be uh, very busy tonight. Yep. Pauly uh, is a great team, uh, good offense, good defense, good all-around football team. What do you guys got to do to slow them down? And then, and then also on the offensive side, what do you guys got to do to uh, put up some points and control the clock? Um, well, we tell the guys, I think the most important thing in this game is you have to be the aggressor. Mm -hmm. um, on the line of scrimmage, on offense, we have to be getting a push on the front line. Defensively, we have to be sticking. Um, as far as offensively executing, um, our run plays, our blocking is integral to us being successful. Um, they come hard off the edge, so guys have to make split-second decisions. Um, if we make those decisions, if you get second level, we know that they're in man-to-man -man second level, so you get big plays. You just have to, at the point of attack, you got to make the right blocks. Amen. You know that's Amen. Well, well, JT, what do you what do you make? I mean, you look around. We've all been to the Rose Bowl before, but to play a, a real Hondo Prep football game on these hollowed grounds, uh, what does that mean to you? And, and you think what it means to the team? I mean, it's a great experience for the guys. I think this year, more than any year, for these guys who have missed out on so much um, during the school year, to be able to come to such an iconic place. Um, that they've probably grown up watching football games on and at least get to finish your career on this field. Um, I think it's awesome for these guys and for myself growing up watching huge games out here. It's going to be cool just being field level. I've never been field level here, <laughs> so it's going to be sweet. Well, once we uh, kick the ball off, it's the same size field as Care Park. Just got to uh, block out the distractions. Good luck tonight. Uh, let's hope the Cares get a W. Awesome, thanks. Okay, I'm here with... Robert Bray, the video coordinator for Rio Hondo Prep football team. The uh, Robert, both teams are here. People are kind of gathering, and uh, we're getting a little closer to game time. You uh, as excited as most of everyone behind me is? Oh yeah, it's it's a very anxious time, and I'm I'm just so happy that that the boys and the cheerleaders and the coaches they they get to do something big and uh, kind of 
kind of come out of this COVID thing with, with something to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Very much looking forward to, uh, the, in the next hour or so when we kick this thing off, um, where will you be? I know the game is being broadcast by, uh, another n- uh, network, so you won't have the, the rights really to, yeah. to operate, but you're still going to be videoing, right? Yeah. We'll, we'll video as usual. The, be the, the coaches type film, uh, version and, uh, what we'll do, since we can't broadcast, we'll we'll put a replay on Facebook and on our Google Drive. Okay, yeah. very very so good. Hopefully, all that will be available no later than tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be waiting on pins and needles. Yeah. This is very exciting. You've been to a lot of Real Honda Prep football games, traveled all over for playoff games and such. Does this one, uh, before I mean before we've kicked it off, does this one kind of rank rank up there with all the places you've been and all the different games? Yeah, I think I think to me that. Uh, it, it feels it feels huge to us, but I think it feels even bigger to Polly, since especially since it's their only game. Mm-hmm. So I think I think they're going to come out as fierce as possible, and and we're we're gonna we're gonna have to take it to them. It, yeah. it feels like you know in, in boxing or UFC, they only fight like two or three times a year, and the fact that there's only a, a two or three games this football season, <laughs> that's kind of what it feels like going into this. It's a it's a heavyweight fight, really, and two great schools, two great programs. Uh, do you have any favorite memories from the rivalry uh, of the your times you've watched Pasadena, Poly, and Rio play? Oh, I, yeah, I can remember. Uh, uh, I can remember some tough defeats. I can remember some tough wins. I can remember some uh, some games that got out of hand for for one reason or another, score-wise. And uh, but uh, the passion's always there, no matter uh, you know. As the as the boys pass through Rio and we get a new batch, the the poly rivalry is still always just as big to them as their predecessors. Yeah. Absolutely. Very well said. Yes. Very much looking forward to this. The sun is setting, and I can't wait to kick this one off, Mr. Brick. All right, I'm ready. Okay, I'm joined by the head football coach of Rio Hondo Prep, Mark Carson. We got about an hour 15 before kickoff. Mark, how you feeling? How are the kids feeling? Are you guys all excited? We're good. We're good. It was a good uh, bus ride over. No traffic, thankfully, and uh, boys are ready to play. Absolutely, and, and Mark, you've you've you and I have both been to a lot of different football games in some very big stadiums. We've we've observed championship games, and uh, you've coached in a few championship games now, but. To play here at the Rose Bowl, the granddaddy of them all, what does that mean to you in the Real Hondo Prep program? Well, it's a surreal experience almost. You know, you watch, <laughs> you've watched games here live or watch them on TV, um, and it's not something you think would ever happen as a high school coach, but here we are. <laughs> and uh, for our kids, especially after the year they've been through, um, it's really cool, and uh, it's going to be a special experience. I told Mr. Bray that, you know, uh, in boxing or, or UFC, you know, those guys fight probably two or three times a year. And, and that's kind of how this game feels with, with it only being a two yeah. or three game season. Uh, everyone's ready to go and just ready to get in the ring or in the Rose Bowl in this, in this yeah. uh, manner. Uh, no, no, no use saving anything. Nope. Right? You're going to give it, leave it all in the field tonight. There's no <laughs> game tomorrow. There's no, hey guys, we got a playoff game. Be smart about, you know, it's like, yeah. this is it. So it's, uh, we're going to let it rip. Yeah, absolutely. Good to hear. And uh, I, I do want to say, Mark, this is a this is a big deal. I appreciate you uh, taking the time to, to join us. You, you're a busy man. You got the kids ready to rock and roll. This is a really cool experience, man. And uh, thanks for having the Get Home Safe podcast be a part of it. Hey, thanks for uh, covering it tonight, Matt. And to everybody out there, go real. Yeah, we'll thanks be talking after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got it.
Okay, we're here field level at the Rose Bowl. I'm here with Rick Johnson from the class of 1991, CIF champion in football in 1990. He has two sons on the football team playing tonight, one a junior, one a freshman. Mr. Johnson, uh, how's it feel to be here at the Rose Bowl watching your boys play? Oh, this is great. Couldn't, couldn't ask for more. Great night. I'm um, just glad we were able to do it. You know, it didn't work out the first time, but fortunately for everyone, uh, we got we to gotta get in here tonight. So everybody's excited. I am uh, very impressed with this uh, building. You can tell it, there's a, a special feeling. But, man, the grass here. Rick, how many yards would you have rushed for if you had a playing surface like this, man? <laughs> yeah, right? No, it's beautiful. And uh, right now, our, our field, our home field, is, <laughs> is not in the greatest condition. So uh, it's, it's nice to see some green out here on the, on the grass. Now, Rick, tell me about your boys, uh, Colby and, and Calvin. Uh, both of them expected, uh, hopefully, to get some action tonight. What do they each do, and kind of what are their specialties? All right, well, Calvin's a junior, and so he, he mainly plays defense. He's one of the linebackers, kind of uh, more like a roaming linebacker. Um, just try to fly to, the, fly to the ball and make tackles. And uh, he plays a little bit on offense. Uh, he'll, he's like a backup uh, wide receiver. Colby's one of the linemen. Uh, he's, uh, he's only a freshman, so he, you know, he, he's happy to get in, but uh, not expecting a ton of play time. But you know, if a guy gets tired or hurt, uh, he's, he's ready to go. The lights have come on here at the uh, Arroyo Seco. Very just, man, that was kind of instant. Those are a little different than field <laughs> one, taking uh, 10 minutes to turn on. Right. <laughs> This is definitely a different environment for sure. Well, uh, we'll keep an eye on number two. And uh, what's Colby's number out there? 52. And 52. Two and 52. Keep an eye on the Johnson brothers tonight. Uh, your brother Randy is the offensive coordinator. So it's kind of a family affair here, uh, Rick. I mean, uh, I could just imagine your dad roaming these sidelines out here. This is uh, real Hondo prep football at its finest, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely exciting. And, uh, yeah, my dad would, would have loved to be able to be here but obviously that that didn't happen but um, I'm sure he's happy for us now absolutely and uh, Rick what was your record against Pasadena Poly regular season and That's uh, playoffs a great question uh, I'd have to think about that I know we lost to him at least once in regular season my junior year we were undefeated we beat him in the in the regular season and that was kind of that was a real close game and then in the playoffs we were undefeated semifinals we lost on a 43 yard field goal they they kicked a 43 yard <laughs> field goal that made it by that much oh. and you know just by a couple feet and yeah it was crazy that that was definitely uh kind of a bummer but got them the next year so you know can't <laughs> complain i guess yeah real hondo uh, 30 uh and 30 leads the series 30 to 20 so a special rivalry indeed I uh, can't think of a better place to be uh, on Thursday night. April Fools, uh, <laughs> April Fools, of course. This is uh, definitely a treat. Well, Rick, enjoy the game, and uh, good luck to uh, the Johnson boys and the team out there. All right. Thanks a lot, Matt. Okay, I'm joined by my classmate, Devin Drain, from the class of 2003. He has begrudgingly agreed to go on camera, although he didn't know it was going to be on camera. Hey, Devin Drain, how you doing tonight? Pretty good. Pretty good. Glad to be here. Okay, awesome. Well, I mean, what a beautiful venue we have here, Devin. Uh, to play against the dreaded Pasadena Poly Panthers. Uh, Devin, uh, we, we were fortunate enough to play Poly our senior year in 2002. Unfortunately, you were injured, uh, season-ending injury early in the season. Uh, but what do you remember from that night, that first victory over Poly in the 11-man era? 
I mean, I, I, I know we were hyped for it, um, being in the prep league again. Uh, you know, growing up, it was always about playing Pauley, Flintridge, Chadwick, and those teams. Um, and so getting a chance to play them was uh, awesome for us. And, uh, you know, I remember we came out. I know Landon had a really good run down the right sideline. I yeah. was right there running with him. <laughs> um, one thing I do remember from that game, remember you telling me uh, there was a play. Uh, we tackled their guy, and either you or Bill was at the bottom of the pile. <laughs> and... Uh, the other one was at the top of the pile, and you guys made eye contact, and it was like, I think someone was twisting the guy's ankle yeah, or something. Yeah, Bill so. Ritter uh, may have grabbed on to uh, Pauly's best player, so. and uh, yeah, a little little skirmish in the pile, no big deal. Hey, <laughs> ultra competitive, yeah. We wish we could have had you out there that night, but uh, definitely a fond memory. Dwarty High School, although I got to tell you, Devin, this is, this a, is a lot. Up from step up from Dwarty High, Dwarty high School, if I must real. say. Yeah. I must say, we're at the granddaddy of them all, man. Do you have any Rose Bowl memories, favorite Rose Bowl games or anything? Uh, I mean, you, you know, the 2006 National Championship, obviously, is oh, with SC. And, right over there. And uh, oh, Rusty Texas. Rucker. Yep. What are you doing? Um, I also went to one Rose Bowl game. I don't remember what year. It was uh, Stanford and uh, Wisconsin. So, you know, it wasn't a you know, big uh, – it was still the Rose Bowl. But, you know, two uh, college teams that, you know, maybe not always are at the Rose Bowl. So I, I did go to one, and that was pretty exciting. Absolutely. Well, we know you were more of a basketball guy anyway, but hey, there's still something special about RHP football, right? Of course. Mr. Sharpshooter, one of the best shooters in Rio Hondo <laughs> Prep history, my good friend, Devin Drain. Thanks, Devin. Yeah, no problem. All right, guys, the captains are on the field for Rio Hondo Prep in Pasadena. Pauly, it's a beautiful night. The sun has set. The lights have taken effect. Should be a great night for football. Pasadena Pauly, even though they're in the white uniforms, this is a designated home team. Rio Hondo Prep in their black and black. The coin toss is in the air. Looks like Rio Hondo Prep has won the toss. Quarterback Jank Van Cleve making the call out there for the cares. Rio Hondo Prep has won the toss and deferred to the second half. Here we go. Okay, we got a big play here. Third and goal from the six-yard line for Pauly. No score here in the second quarter. Pauly in a spread formation. They're going to throw. Big stop by the Cares. Big stop. Big stop on the quick screen. That'll bring up fourth and goal. Decision time for head coach Chris Smoke for Pasadena Pauly. Big loss there. Looks like we're going to have a timeout. We'll be back after this. Well, we might stay right here. It's going to be fourth and goal from the 12-yard line. Pasadena Pauly takes a timeout. We have no score here at the Rose Bowl. Seven minutes and 30 seconds remaining. Pauly had the ball on the two-yard line, maybe the one-yard line, hard to tell. It was fourth and goal, excuse me, first and goal. Rio with a good stop on first, first and goal. Second down, the snap went a little high to the Pauly Panther quarterback. And you just saw the third down play on the attempted quick out, quick screen. Pauly going the wrong direction. It's now fourth and goal from the 12-yard line. Huge play in this game so far. It's been uh, very much back and forth. Both teams have been pretty physical. A lot of, lot of talking down here on the sideline. Uh, both teams, you're hearing a lot of it. Uh, very chippy. Every play is a big deal. 
referees have had to get between players a, a few times to let them know to <laughs> settle down. But everyone's hyped up here in Pasadena at the Rose Bowl. You can tell this is a rivalry game, and uh, it's been a good one. No score. Some big plays from Rio, a couple big plays from Pauly. But uh, both offenses kind of stall after a uh, first down or two. Here we go. Fourth and goal from the 12. There's a rush. We got a big play. The ball's out. The ball is out. It's picked up by Rio Hondo. He's going to have the ball at the 50-yard line. What a play for the Cares. What a play. Huge stand. Huge stand for Rio Hondo. Their sideline's all excited. Wow. Four, first and goal from inside the two-yard line. Rio Hondo holds, gets the turnover. Pasadena Pauly comes up empty. Unbelievable stand by the Rio Hondo defense. And I got to tell you, it's really weird here with no fans. <laughs> the sound just echoes throughout. What a play by Rio Hondo Prep. They take over at midfield with seven minutes and 19 seconds left in a scoreless game here at the Rose Bowl. Well, it's the end of the third quarter here at the Rose Bowl. Pasadena Poly leads 7 to nothing. Rio Hondo is driving. They have the ball down inside the Poly 40-yard line. Big third down play coming up here to start the fourth quarter. It's been a very physical game, kind of a sloppy uh, game on the offensive sides of the ball for both teams. The ball's been on the ground a lot. Um, there's still a lot of talking going on, very chippy. A lot of penalties, a lot of mistakes. It's uh, almost like these teams haven't played many games this year. Oh, wait, they haven't played many games this year. But uh, one quarter left for the young season here in 2021. 7-0 game, Poly leads. Hoping for an exciting fourth quarter. Late in the fourth quarter, Rio trails 7-6. They're at the Poly 45. It's third and 10. Here's a pitch to Guerrero off the left side. Looks like he's going to gain about five yards. That'll bring up fourth and five. This could be the game for Rio Hondo. They trail 7-0. It's 4th and 5 at the Poly 40-yard line. Van Cleve under center. It's play action. Van Cleve back to pass. He throws up the left sideline to Gio Ortega. He's caught it. Ortega caught it. Gio Ortega with an unbelievable catch. Gio Hondo prep. Rio Hondo's in business. First down at the 24-yard line. Three back set for the Cares. Ortega in motion. Here's a handoff to McCullough up the middle. Breaking tackles. He's down inside the 10-yard line. What a run for the sophomore. Offensive line. Big blocks along the way. First and goal. First and goal for Rio Hondo at the 7-yard line. Trailing 7-0. Right around three minutes left. Van Cleve under center. Here's a handoff to Jonathan Guerrero. He's inside the 5. Taking down... Penalty flags fly in. Looks like a face mask penalty. First and goal for Real Hondo. They trail 7-0. Clock approaching two minutes. McCullough and Guerrero in the backfield. Jack Van Cleve under center. He's going to keep it himself. Touchdown, Real Hondo prep. Jack Van Cleve on the quarterback sneak. The senior. Huge push from the offensive line. It's now 7-6. Rio will, in fact, go for two. Rio Hondo will go for two. They trail seven to six. Two receivers to the left, two backs in the backfield. 
Here's a run up the middle by Ryan McCullough. He's in the end zone. He's in the end zone. Rio Hondo takes the lead. Eight to seven on a three-yard run by Ryan McCullough. Unbelievable play for the sophomore. The left side of the offensive line really with a huge surge there. Great play by Real Hondo Prep. They take the lead eight to seven here at the Rose Bowl with just over two minutes remaining. Paulie's gotten up the field in a hurry. The ball's now at the 18 after a tough penalty for Rio Hondo. Chris Smoke sends the field goal unit out. It'll be a 35-yard attempt for the win. Looks like head coach Mark Carson will call timeout. Mark Carson ices the Pauly kicker with a timeout. The ball's on the left hash. 35-yard attempt for Pauly. This is for the win. Snap is good. The kick is up. It's blocked! The kick is blocked! Looked like Ryan McCullough got his hands on it. Rio Hondo jumps on the ball. There is a penalty flag on the field. Everybody pauses. Official comes running in. Quick discussion. Looks like it's going to be against the Polly Panthers. A penalty against Polly. That'll be declined. Rio Hondo Prep is going to win the football game here at the Rose Bowl. Blocking a 35-yard field goal attempt that would have won the game for Pasadena Poly, at least giving them the lead. Right around 40 seconds remaining here. Rio is celebrating on the sideline. What a game this has been tonight. Rio leads 8-7. They only need one more snap to ice this victory. Mark Carson icing the kicker with the timeout. Huge rush from Rio up the middle to block the field goal and potentially win the game. Rio Hondo's in the victory formation. Senior quarterback Jack Van Cleve takes his final snap as a Rio Hondo prep care. Kneels down. The clock is running. There's nothing Polly can do about it. Rio Hondo's going to win the game here at the Rose Bowl 8-7 to in dramatic fashion. A late touchdown by Van Cleve. A two-point conversion run by Ryan McCullough. Polly with a Late field goal attempt as the clock ticks down. Under 10 seconds now. Rio is celebrating. No fans here in the stands, but the few people that are, the cheerleaders, the administrators, the coaches. What a win for Rio Hondo Prep. Clock strike zero. Rio has won the game 8-7. Coaches Chris Smoke and Mark Carson shake each other's hands at midfield. The teams line up. What a football game this was tonight. What an experience for these kids at the Rose Bowl. The Cares come up victorious, 8-7. to seven. No one could have predicted that. It was a dogfight. It was a slugfest from opening kickoff until the final whistle. Incredibly proud of the Rio Hondo Prep Cares tonight. I know a lot of people were watching around the country on the broadcast of the NFHS Network. Cares are shaking hands. Pauly will go to their end zone. Rio to theirs. And there's something I want to point out right now. An incredibly classy move I'm seeing from three Real Hondo Prep football players. Brandon Davis. Jonathan Guerrero. And Ryan Olivas. Walking over to a Pauly player who's on the sideline. Sitting on the bench in crutches. Couldn't get up to come play the game. Shake hands, that is. 
what an unbelievably classy move by those three Real Hondo Prep football players. That sums up the rivalry, if I must say so myself. Rio wins at the Rose Bowl, eight to seven. All right, I'm here with head football coach Mark Carson, the victorious coach. I don't know if he has much of a voice left. Mark, you guys won <laughs> really? the game, eight to seven. That's all that really matters. Um, you I heard you tell the team at halftime, guys, we're going to win this game. And it was a total confidence from you. What gave you the confidence at halftime to do that when you guys had made a ton of mistakes in the first half, turnovers, penalties, just dropping the ball, making bad I mean, it was probably, it was ugly. yeah, there's no other way to put it. It, it, was, was it was ugly. What gave you the confidence to tell the team you guys are going to win? Because, because I felt like we probably quadrupled their yardage. Um, we were moving the ball. We were stopping them. They scored on that muff punt. Um, and so I just felt like, hey, you know, we're going to, we can't play that bad forever, <laughs> even though it seemed like we kept playing that bad. But the fourth quarter, guys came through. And, uh, you know, we, we uh, take our conditioning seriously and our training seriously, and it paid off. You see, you know, I don't know how many guys on their team cramped, and they played hard. Yes. Our hats off to Polly, they played hard. But uh, they were dropping left and right over cramps, and, and we didn't have any guys cramps. And, and uh, most of our guys played both ways. Yeah, yeah, your 19-man um, uh, roster or whatever it is uh, seemed to, to outlast uh, Polly over there uh, quite well. Um, you guys had a drive there late in the fourth. Under five minutes, you get the ball back. Um, you got you were up against it on a fourth and five play. You called a wheel route to Gio Ortega, who was injured. We had a banged up shoulder. Yeah. You guys decide to throw him that ball there. He makes an unbelievable what catch. What a gushy play, man! I didn't I didn't see how he was going to reach out and catch it. it. That had to be so painful for him. But that's just Gio is an amazing um, player. He's an amazing young man, and um, he didn't have to play, but he wanted to play and he wanted to be part of this game. We he left it completely up to him. He injured it yesterday in practice of all things. Um, it's just amazing, and he just typifies what we're about at Rio. Super tough. Jack battling through a knee injury that he, he got, and then um, can't say enough for, for all those guys. Ryan McColl was just a man-child out there. Um, Jaden playing both ways. The all our guys playing both the ways. Offensive I mean, I all yeah. guys. Oh, everybody, the whole roster. The offensive line really seemed to turn it on there uh, late in the fourth and really open up some holes. They went into another gear, really, and uh, Guerrero and Gio and all the all, McCola, everyone, but I thought the line play late in the game really made a difference there. Yeah, and our guys started seeing stuff, and, and to their credit, um, started um, talking with Coach Johnson, hey, let's block it this way, and, and Randy's such, such an offensive mastermind, always figuring out how to make our offense work, despite getting eight, nine guys in the box sometimes <laughs> against it, and uh, he figured it out, and that last drive was just a testament to that. It was, it was um, a frustrating night, but you guys battled through it. Now, i got to ask you, what, what time today did you decide that you were going to go for two if it came down to it? Um, as soon as we, as soon as we got the ball back, we were going for two. Actually, if we were, you know, before we fumbled at midfield, JG fumbled, if we scored, we were going for two. And, um, I think the lights are going to go off anyway. So it's like, there was no overtime. So we were going for two, but we wanted to win the game regardless of the lights or not. So, Absolutely. Yeah. We were going for two all the way. Well, you've had a lot of, you know, been posting videos all night. I think the, the last 15 minute video I posted, it, the, the audio may not be there, but there is some video you can watch. Uh, I got to tell you, Mark, you know this, but there were people from all over the country watching this game, people up in Oregon, people in other states, and uh, just a really cool for real Hondo prep to play in the Rose Bowl against their rivals and to have it broadcast. What does that yeah. mean for the program? It's it's really cool. It's just for the kids, cool for the poly kids, cool for our kids, um, especially all that they've been through this year to get to an experience like this, kind of a bowl game type experience. Um, so I'm just really happy for our young men to get to experience this and kind of um, something to, that they'll always remember 
especially our seniors who've had a rough senior year in a lot of ways. Um, it's something that they'll cherish forever, and it's just really cool. Who got their hands on that uh, on that field goal there? Looked that like McCullough, that was McCola. Yeah, it looked like the big guys came came, came up clutch <laughs> we just there. Smoked both a gaps. Yeah, going for it. <laughs> leave nothing, leave nothing yep. out there. Mark, it's been a pleasure. The season's gone too fast. I hope uh, you and Chris Smoke and Polly can put yep. this together again next year, so. moving forward. I think hopefully, we'll have fans here to enjoy it. Yeah, what a thank concept. you, RHP family who checked in. Um, thank you, Get Home Safe Podcast for being here, making it happen, and. Uh, <laughs> Have a great Easter week, Easter weekend, and um, on, thank you. On to yeah. baseball. On to baseball. On to baseball. Eight, practice tomorrow. 8-7. <laughs> Rio Hondo Prep right. wins. Beats That's their right. rivals. <laughs> well, it's a wrap here at the Rose Bowl. Rio Hondo Prep pulls out an ugly win, 8-7 to seven over Pasadena Poly. Some of our Facebook Live video uh, may or may not have some audio, so of course, it couldn't be a Matt Hirsch the Get Home Safe podcast without some technical issues. But uh, most of the end of the fourth quarter there, uh, was on video, uh, Rio just putting it in the end zone late and going for two immediately. They're turning the lights off here at the Rose Bowl, but Rio Hondo with the win, 8-7. They uh, block a field goal with under a minute left to defeat Pasadena Poly. Uh, what a game, what a night here for both schools. Uh, very uh, respectful programs to one another. Uh, no bad blood here. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a lot of fun, but man, victorious are the cares, 8-7. to seven. It's been a lot of fun here for the Get Home Safe podcast. Can't wait to Put all this out on Monday for a fun, fun episode. Rio Hondo Prep, the three and uh, the three-game season finishes three and What a wild ending here in Pasadena! Uh, just a fun night overall. Rio Hondo wins eight to seven. Okay, I'm joined by Jonathan Guerrero, the running back for the Rio Hondo Prep Cares. He is a junior, had an amazing sophomore season. Uh, for the three games he played in his junior year, he did he did pretty well, uh, pretty well also, racking up yards uh, left and right. Jonathan Guerrero, welcome to the program. Congrats on the huge win over Pasadena Poly last Thursday. Thank you. You, uh, you guys really... We're up against it, Jonathan. You guys trailed most of the game. I know it was low scoring, um, but, you know, there were some mistakes made in that first half. Did you guys just believe the whole game that you guys were going to eventually pull out, even though you didn't score until like two minutes left? Yeah. Well, the first half, you know, everyone was like, you know, we're all struggling and everything. But, you know, we kept we like uh, encouraged each other, make sure we, you know, all the bad plays get out of our heads work focus on the next play and everything so you know we encourage each other the coaches encourage us you know not to give up and to keep playing until the game ends yeah that's all you can do sometimes man you know um a lot of times rio has had big leads you know your other games you guys are up 40 points and everything yeah. but that's not always football football's a grind and things you know don't go your way the ball doesn't always bounce your way and so i was incredibly impressed with you guys just continuing to put your best foot forward, give your best effort every play, and you guys ultimately pulled it out. I mean, what was the mood at halftime for you guys? Were you guys down thinking, man, I don't know about if we can do yeah, it? It was kind of kind of quiet during halftime. Yeah. But, you know, and I was in my head, you know, I was like, okay, everything's fine. You know, we got come back second half, you know, telling my teammates, you know, hey, we got a whole another half, you know, we got it. So, yeah, and their coaches were there too, telling us we got a whole another, whole another half. So, yeah, it's kind of, kind of, the mood was kind of down. It was like, but 
It is Southwest, though. You keep fighting, man. I mean, last year's game against Paula, you you had the game-winning touchdown. Um, that was a very back-and-forth affair. Um, so it was just kind of you knew it was going to be a dogfight. Uh, I don't think anybody out there thought it would be eight to seven. So that was kind of weird, right? <laughs> and mostly a defense game right there. That's it. And, and, and you play defense as well, Jonathan. I mean, I know you love carrying the ball, but is it, is it fun for you to play both ways or do you kind of like staying fresh just to run the ball? Well, I kind of stay in fresh, but you know, if they need me on defense, I'll go out there and play, but <laughs> you know, I'm more tired and yeah, I was oh. more tired at the time. Hey, so. well, you know, the old saying about uh, getting all the carries uh, running the football, I, I, don't, I don't remember who said it, but uh, they said, you know, you know, football is not very heavy. You can carry that thing quite a bit, man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jonathan, tell me about that, that Rose bowl grass as a running back. I mean, that was like carpet, wasn't it? I mean, what was that feel like running the ball on that surface? You know, it was way better than, you know, our field, (laughs) you know, like every step we took, there's dirt flying up, you know, Rose bowl field, you know, it was just, it was a perfect, you know, running. It felt great running and everything. So, I mean, it was, a, it was a big upgrade from oh, yeah i thought it was turf for a second i was like no this yeah. is grass <laughs> it's crazy right when i walked on my field it was like stepping on it is like okay it's not turf it's uh it's, it's yeah. some grass here <laughs> great stuff man well um you know you get the bulk of the carries uh, jonathan during the game you got some other great players too uh, Ryan McCullough, Gio Ortega, and you guys all kind of uh, carry the ball, but but you get the bulk of the carries. And you know you're a very little guy, five five, one forty six. I mean, do you ever get kind of smack talk to you from other players? You know who see you as this little dude, and then all of a sudden after a few plays, they, they maybe they're a little more quiet during the game. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Polly, you know, they were talking. You know, every time on the first play, you know, I ran. Got I got stopped and like you're not going nowhere. You're small and stuff like that. So I mean, I mean they they were still talking though. But you know I decided to just to perform and just go out there. You know just don't care about what they say about my height. Yeah, absolutely, man. Hey, it's uh, not the size of the dog in the fight, size of the fight in the dog. One of my uh, favorite quotes. Um, I mean, you very quietly had 130 something yards on Thursday night, just doing the, the, the big carries and everything. And one thing that's impressive about you, JG, is that, you know, you, most people would say, Oh, he just is probably runs outside. No, you run between the tackles. You you get a lot of carries up the middle. So do you kind of take pride in that? The fact that you're not just a guy who outruns people to the outside, but you can run in between the tackles between the big guys. Yeah. I like, I like, I like running into the big guys, you know, if I don't see any hole outside, you know, I just put my head down, hoping I can push them back and everything. But (laughs) I mean, yeah, outside is not, I mean, I gain yards outside, but I like going inside sometimes and just meeting cool. up with those big guys. Yeah, I bring don't have it. Another choice to go outside. Definitely. What's your favorite play, or maybe a couple favorite plays? Favorite plays? I definitely like the uh, the blast plays to Ryan because that seems like always to always work. And then my the blast plays thirty sevens like like near left or or far left uh, blast thirty seven because that always you know Mr. Johnson called that like a couple of times same plays kept on going upfield so that that seemed to work and I I really like that play the trays they they didn't really work that much Mm -hmm. I usually like trays uh the counters and then yeah but those didn't really work against Paulie since they knew they basically called out our plays (laughs) you guys all know each other right so yeah yeah, 
That's that's how it is sometimes. Yeah, you know, uh, you guys got quite an offense. When I started playing 11-man, we just had like these eight-man plays basically where it wasn't as sophisticated as it is now. Coach Johnson really has it uh, dialed up for you guys. I, I love the real offense. Sometimes I look at it, I'm like, I have no idea how this works. Like, it doesn't seem like it should be successful, but the guys yeah. execute, block well, you run well. I mean, you guys believe in it, right? Yeah. Just need a couple, you know, seconds of them to hold the line. You know, just get get right through. Everyone executes the play. Get the right guys and everything. Oh, so. big time. Well, Jonathan, tell me about your family. Your dad played football at Rio Hondo Prep. Your brothers played football at Rio Hondo Prep. Do you feel a sense of uh, pride knowing that not only are you representing Rio Hondo, but you're representing uh, the Guerrero family as well? Yeah. My dad played quarterback. Obviously, yeah, I, I can't throw. I don't have an arm. <laughs> but, and my brother, they were both big. So I got like the small size of it. But, you know, they both uh, won CIFs. So I'm trying to I, I'm trying to get a CIF championship. I mean, I got my name for baseball, but you know I really care about football. So I want to get my name up there too for football. Well, you got one one year left, John, and uh, yeah. you know what? I I think um, you should have a great uh, senior season. You know, you got to understand uh, that. Man, it's I feel so sad for this year's seniors having a limited season themselves. I mean, so, you know, take advantage of every snap next year, man, because it's going to go quick. Yeah. What does, uh, Jonathan, what does Rio Hondo Prep football mean to you? And, and, uh, you know, the the whole Pasadena-Poly rivalry. You've played some intense games the past two years. I mean, what does it all mean to you? I mean, it's it's like, uh, it's like a tradition every time we play them. You know, it's just like Rio Hondo football is a group of kids that we and we've like known each other for so long, like in KYL, back in pro prep at school, and we grew up together. So we know how, you know, how, how each other are, how we play and, you know, against Polly, you know, it's, it's just, it's just a great matchup and it's really fun to play against them since they're always competitive. It's always going to be a close game and it's just, it's, it's great. I hope, I hope it gets played again next year in the Rose Bowl. I, I, I don't know if it's possible, but I would sure like to see that. Uh, Jonathan, where did you get all your, your, your balance and your toughness from, man? Because you are a lot of fun to watch run the football. I, I always think you're going to take a huge hit, and you just you stumble on your feet. Did your brothers pick on you when you were younger? I mean, tell, oh, be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I'd pick fights with my brother. You know. <laughs> of course, I would win because you know, he was soft and everything, but <laughs> – like, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I trained with my with my trainers, uh, Brandon and Mr. Golar, Mr. Golar. I trained with them in uh, my sophomore year because that's when I really started to get into football, take it more seriously. So they helped me with my speed and my balance and, you know, and my toughness. I, I guess I, I mean, I guess I was always tough when I was little. Since yeah. I just, I just, I played football when I was younger and I was always small. So I just. Well, Jonathan, you're getting a little bit of uh, publicity these days. You were on a, a list of running backs here in Southern California. Um, you know, it's important for running backs, well, any position really, but I think running backs especially to be humble, to appreciate their teammates because uh, you are well aware that it is a team effort. And if, if yeah. your linemen uh, don't block, there's not much you can do. And, yeah. and if you don't execute running where you're supposed to, you know, they look bad. So talk to me about that relationship between you and your linemen. You know, I mean, the line, you know, the line did great uh, against Pauly, you know, because I wouldn't be able to get that many yards without them. 
and it, you know just the relationship with them you know my class and they're above the senior like Brandon and uh you know I just get, just I'm just close with them so you know we take care of each other so this is great yeah great. well great stuff man hey um it was a pleasure to watch you play football this year um I know you're probably gonna miss playing with some of those seniors um you know unfortunately yeah. we all have to take the pads off someday but I know um you you are gonna have a great senior season next year would you like to maybe maybe try to play at the next level Jonathan is that kind of a goal of yours yes yeah, I'm, I'm trying to that's my goal you know try to go to football camps get my you know my time's up everything to get, get scouted so that's my goal Awesome, man. Well, I wish you nothing but the ble- the best. Jonathan, stay hungry, stay humble. Those are those are two huge traits. I don't need to tell you that, but uh, to the listeners out there, you know, keep an eye on uh, Jonathan Guerrero next season for for Real Hondo Prep. Uh, you had a great season. I know it was only three games. The big thing, the big thing is, Jonathan, you guys beat the Pasadena Poly Panthers. That's always a successful season, right? Yes. We'll come back and do it next year, Jonathan. Enjoy the rest of your junior year and. Uh, Man, the senior year is going to go by quick, man, so enjoy it. Thank you. Okay, I'm joined by Real Hondo Prep senior uh, Anderson Lang. He plays wide receiver, defensive back, also does uh, the kicking duties for Real Hondo. Uh, Anderson, that was quite a game you guys played on Thursday night at the Rose Bowl. I know it's been a few days. Has it all sunk in? Did the game go by super fast? I mean, uh, now that you've had time to to think about it, what has what was that experience like for you? Uh, it was amazing. Um, I my the first two years we didn't really put up a fight against Pauly, my mm-hmm. freshman and sophomore year, um, and then last year junior year we beat them at Pauly. And then this year, you know, it was tough. We didn't think we were going to play at all. And um, all of a sudden it popped up that we were playing a three-game season, one of the games being Pauly. And then, of course, one of their students tested positive and kind of the hopes went away again. And then we rescheduled it. And, you know, we put in the work. They prepared super well. And it meant everything because, you know, that's our big rivalry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, feelings kind of were out on the field. There were some flags and stuff, but <laughs> we uh, both teams played super hard. So it was super fun out there. It was refreshing to see teams that um, both, you know, I've been around a lot of football games, Anderson, and, you know, to see both teams care so much when for you guys, this was your third game of the year. Polly was their only game. And it was so unique in that sense that, this was it there there was it was a random game in april april 1st uh, no less and you know there was no going forward or backwards from there so there was weird with all this buildup. i gotta ask you as a senior you've had uh, one of the most challenging senior years your classmates not knowing you're gonna have a football season what has it been like for you guys from the summer and then in the fall and then now here we are in the spring just practicing non-stop practice 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 hey we're gonna play we're gonna play I mean what's it been like for you guys uh I mean it was rough you know we didn't I personally didn't think we were gonna play at all uh the season kept getting pushed back and honestly we I was going to practices the whole summer but I there was obviously thoughts like I'm not gonna play so why do I even come anymore (laughs) Uh, but 
I pushed through mostly just to be with my friends because I didn't get to see them otherwise, yeah. you know? And well, at the practices, we try pushing ourselves just in case there was, you know, games. There happened to be games. Um, and then just to go out there one more time with all my friends, all my buddies, mm. knowing that, you know, we had some stuff taken away from us, but at least we had this and we could do it together. Um, obviously, we go to a small school, so you really know everyone. And we're all super close. And so I know we're going to stick together after high school and hang out and all that. But it was cool that we could get these last three games together. Absolutely, man. The, the memories you, you make playing football, uh, they, they just never go away. I still remember most of my games and practices, everything like it was yesterday. So I know you're not going to ever put the pads on again, uh, you know, as a real hondo prep care. That's a tough pill to swallow. All of us have to do that at some point. Yeah. Uh, but I was incredibly uh, proud of you guys for how hard you guys played. Grateful that you guys got that experience. Uh, now, Anderson, you're someone who didn't play much football growing up. In fact, you didn't play football until you were a freshman. Um, now, when you started that, you come over to Rio Hondo. Most people have had experience. Were you a little hesitant, maybe a little shy to uh, to get out there on the gridiron? Or did you fall in love with the sport right away? Um. It was a little bit of both because my freshman year I came in and I think everyone on, I was on the JV team and everyone had played football at that point. And so I was a 5'1", 95 pound freshman. Wow. So I was very small. <laughs> um, so I didn't play at all my freshman year. I was on the bench. I did a little bit of kicking. I wasn't good. Um, I wasn't strong enough to be good. And so, you know, but I fell in love with it at the same time because it's when you're out there with your teammates and you grow close to them and you want to win for them. And so I was on the sideline, but I was enjoying every game, putting my all in where I could, trying to cheer my teammates on uh, and help them in any way I could. And so that's kind of what I fell in love with right away. That's awesome, man. Well, Coach Carson has told me that you've developed – into uh, quite a player, a team guy, a great effort guy. And I got to give you props, Anderson. There was a play in the game early uh, on Thursday night in the first quarter. Uh, Pauly had the ball at the 12-yard line. You had him backed up. Their running back broke a few tackles and then got out into the open field. And it was you and him off to the races. And you got your hands on him, and then he slipped away. And, and I'll tell you right now, the way you attempted to tackle him and then couldn't quite bring him down. A lot of guys would have given up at that point, but you kept chasing the guy. You gave a dive at his ankles. You got him down instead of a, a, a 88 yard touchdown run. It was only a 58 yard play. Paulie did not end up scoring. So Anderson, I remember seeing it live. The, the effort there just spoke volumes to me of not just uh, the team and how hard you guys were going to play, but to your character as well. So do you remember that play? I do. Um, I was playing a position I've never played before with <laughs> Gio being hurt. I had to move up and play linebacker. And so I was super nervous. I think I actually over-pursued on that play and he cut back. And so I missed – I was one of the people that missed the first tackle. And I kind of took a bad angle at him. 
and I was running and then I got stiff armed and I thought, Oh no, there he goes. <laughs> and so, but I just kept chasing him. I grabbed his ankles and I thought, thank goodness. Cause <laughs> that would have been a big play, a disaster. And it probably would have been my fault. So. Well, you know what? It's not about making, it's not about making mistakes. It's about how you respond to mistakes. And you did all of that in the same play. So, uh, uh, kudos to you, uh, Anderson, a great, great play. I remember thinking, man, if he breaks that, he, he's gone. So yeah. uh, just a quality effort there that I think all Real Hondo Prep alumni uh, can, can be proud of and speak to plays like that. Because as you guys found out on Thursday night, it's all about the little things. Uh, yeah. the old, I heard a great quote once, uh, if you don't think the little things matter, just think back to the last game you lost by one point. And, and you guys won by one point on Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of things. Now, let me ask you about the first half. You guys had some, uh, a lot of mistakes. Let's be honest. You guys were playing mm-hmm. hard, but you made some mistakes. How did you guys respond at halftime? What, were you guys nervous? Were you guys upset? Did you guys know you, you'd play better in the second half? Yeah. Um, at halftime, we were kind of dead. There wasn't a whole lot of players talking at all. I was super frustrated. Um, we all were. We knew. I. We think we outplayed them in the first half, um, and that didn't reflect in the score. It was 7-0. It was just penalties holding us back, uh, fumbled punts, all that type of stuff. Um, but we also knew that we could go forward. Our coaches kept telling us we're the better team if we do better and crack down on the penalties and the mistakes, we're going to win this game. And so we went out there and just hoped to do that. Um, we just, we wanted to play hard. Just as you said, that's what Rio is about, is we go out there and give it our all. Um, we don't have many players that play. Most players play both ways. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it was our last game. Normally we don't have that. We don't know if it's going to be our last game or if we're going to playoffs or deeper in playoffs. We don't know when it's over, but we knew it was going to be over. So we knew we had to give everything. Absolutely, man. Well, you guys did just that. You scratched, you clawed, you found a way, you found a way to uh, take down the Panthers in the Rose Bowl. Uh, Quite a memory uh, for you guys. I hope you guys cherish it forever. Um, as a senior, Anderson, uh, your senior class, um, what, what are you going to take from the guys you're graduating with? Um, you know, I will forget some names here, but I know Jack Van Cleve, uh, Brandon Davis. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, I'm sorry. I have it in front of me. Ryan Olivas. Uh, I'll forget some senior names here, but, uh, uh, what do those guys mean to you? Uh, Nathan Olivas, uh, in, in just, graduating together having gone through all this together the class of 2021 especially that you know the football players uh, mostly but but everyone involved in the class I mean what what does it all mean for you to finish out this year with your classmates um it means so much um my freshman year is quite intimidating to go to a school like Rio I knew no one and they had all been together through Care Youth League or middle school so they're already like brothers, but I was welcomed in with open arms. Um, everyone treated me amazingly. And as kind of just the way it was all four years, we were, we're all super close. We have all the same classes together. We do everything together. 
Uh, so, you know, in COVID, it was challenging, but we grew stronger and we grew closer through that. So the chance to play together one last time was incredible, especially in a place like the Rose Bowl. And um, graduating together, I know we're going to come out strong. We're going to hang out after, um, you know, in the summer. And beyond that, we're still going to stay close because we're brothers now. Absolutely, man. Hey, uh, you guys carried on the tradition well. I mean, I think every football season, the torch is passed to a, a new group of guys to carry on the tradition that that uh, A plus effort, uh, you know, and hard work we talked about. Because you know what, Anderson, you're you're a senior now, but but you know, don't blink too fast because you're going to fast forward uh, many years from now and be be like me, one of the old guys looking back and uh, supporting the program from afar. So, congrats on the big win. Thanks for joining uh, us here on the podcast. And man, any final thoughts you want to say about your experience at Real Hondo Prep playing football? No, it's an amazing, very special place that God has put in, put in all of our lives. And it's changing. It changed my life and it. Uh, it'll continue to change a lot of other people's lives. And thank you for having me. You got it, man. Well said. Uh, good luck the rest of your senior year, man. And again, congratulations on that big win Thursday night. Thank you. Okay, I'm joined once again by the head football coach of Rio Hondo Prep, Mark Carson. I talked to him last night at the Rose Bowl, but I thought, you know, we'd, we'd spend 20 minutes or so chatting about the game today. Mark Carson, I don't know if you've slept much uh, after that exciting thriller last night, but uh, how are you doing today on Friday? Uh, doing great. Did not sleep a lot. I think it's a combination of adrenaline and kind of replaying the game. Um and you do a post-game meal, so it's hard to sleep right after a meal anyway. And so all that combined, you know, I usually get three, four hours of sleep after a game. That's kind of <laughs> how it was. But it's all good. So less sleep after after losses than wins, or would you say it's about the same? Although no losses this year, so I don't know. It's a, you know. I would say it's about the same. Yeah. Yeah, okay. about the same. Well, that's interesting. And, and just out of curiosity, what was that post-game uh, meal last night? Did you guys go pizza? What did you guys go with? Uh, it's always the same. In and out. In and out, baby. Absolutely. Hey, real hondo prep. The uniforms yep. might change, but you know what? Uh, some things never change. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely right. love it. Uh, I hope the boys had a lot of animal-style fries, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, great stuff. Well, Mark, let's talk <laughs> about the game. Um, you know – uh, the sun was setting at the Royal Seiko, you know, much like that twilight feel of, of New Year's Day. And you guys uh, kicked the ball off. Now, I didn't realize this was Paulie's only game of the season. They had not played yet, right? They had scrimmage South Pasadena, but that was it. Okay. Well, the ball, uh, you know, the game gets kicked off. And you know what? Uh, I, I would have never guessed that it would have been an eight set seven ball game. But hey, yeah. uh, one point differential is uh, is is totally fine. Uh, you know me; I like a defensive struggle. But but we got to talk yep. about the first quarter, specific. I mean, maybe even the first half. Yeah. Um, offensively, you guys did okay, some decent plays, but you just stalled. And it also, even though you didn't lose as many fumbles as lose that many fumbles, the ball was on the ground quite a bit there in the first half from Rio. Yeah, 
and we just couldn't string plays together. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we would uh, get two good plays and then, yeah, um, fumble and recover it or get a penalty, a false start. You know, I think we had five false starts, which is 100% on us, which is ridiculous. Or, you know, uh, QB would be trying to make a play, Jack, and he played great, but he'd trying to make a play and uh, get sacked. And then now we're, you know, in a third and long situation. Yeah, we just couldn't, couldn't string together enough good plays. So it's really out of, out of rhythm. Well, uh, you know, I was getting uh, text messages and uh, comments, uh, different social media. I was putting together clips and everything. And there was a lot of people (laughs) concerned with uh, the special team, specifically the punt return. I mean, it's not too often when a team's best play is, is to punt them, not the punt return, the punt. And uh, Pauly really took advantage of some mistakes from you guys. Yeah, that, their punter was going to be the MVP of the game had it not changed, uh, you know, had we not pulled it out. Um, so our punt returner, Gio Ortega, got hurt th- uh, Wednesday afternoon of practice. And we didn't even think he was going to play, but um, Dr. Jeff Fairley did an amazing job taping him up. We got him some extra padding, and he was able to play, but he couldn't lift his arm, like past here, sprained his shoulder. And so um, we put, uh, put other guys back there who really hadn't practiced it, um, our backup is a freshman who's going to be good, Curly Kirkpatrick. Um, but I think the lights were uh, too big, literally and figuratively for him. And so the punter did a good job. He boomed it really high and our guys lost it and they couldn't catch it. And so it was just like three times we fumbled it. We lost two of them. One led to their touchdown. Uh, the other one, it turned into a great goal line stand, which was awesome. But it was just, yeah, we were, you know, I was pulling my hair out on the sideline and it's like, we're going to give this game away because we can't field a punt. And um, it's usually a weapon for us. You know, uh, uh, RHP did our punt return game, and we already had a touchdown. Geo had one last week, a punt return for a touchdown. And so uh, we try to make that a dangerous part. Uh, the teams don't want to kick to us, but, yeah, it was, it was man, it was ugly. Yeah, yeah, it was ugly. And it's very uncharacteristic of, of your program. And, uh, it was weird. The last one, and I think it was Gio and God bless him. He, he's trying out there yeah. to, his heart out for, with a busted shoulder. I think everyone's saying, get away. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Cause yeah. it had rolled around. He still went after it. And it was just a- after that one, I was getting, Hey, who's the punt returner. And that's when I realized, well, actually it's been three different guys back there. <laughs> three different yeah. guys have muffed puns. Gio finally said, dude, coach, I'll just do it. But we're like, all right, just get away. Just, you know, don't try to field it. And, and normally we tell them, hey, you get a happy hop, get it and go. Again, we want to be dangerous, you know. Mm-hmm. We want to make teams fear punting to us. And and it wasn't really a happy hop. He had to kind of like scoop it up, and he couldn't dip all the way with his shoulder. And disaster. It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well, sorry, Ari, yeah, uh, base for that. But uh, we'll clean that up for next year. Yeah. Which is only <laughs> like five months away. <laughs> get it ready five months from now. Uh, but anyway, um, you know, let's talk about that stand for, for the, for getting three muffed punts. Well, there were, there was three muffed punts. Rio jumped on one. So Polly uh, did get two. one of them inside the five yard line, probably the two yard line, first and goal. Uh, you guys stuff the run. There's a bad snap on, on down two. They throw a quick screen to the right, which I didn't like as a play call. It worked out for you guys. And that brought up fourth and goal from the uh 12 yard line i believe maybe it was the six whatever it was um you guys get pressure you guys get a a a sack fumble 
picked up, returned to the 50-yard line. Big momentum swing there for you guys. Oh, I don't know if we lost Coach Carson there. Looks like you're frozen there, Mark. You're frozen. Okay, there you are. You're back. Yeah, I, I heard you. It was kind of breaking up. Are we back? We're back. We're back. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I heard you. It was kind of choppy, but um, you're talking about the goal line stand. Yeah, it was like the one foot line <laughs> where they recovered that one. And, um, uh, yeah, obviously we're bringing pressure there. And then um, we do a swing pass and we tackle them for a loss. Uh, great play by our outside linebacker on that one, Ryan Olivas. And then um, the big play was a sack by Brandon Davis. QB fumbles, and um, we uh, Ryan McCullough scoops it up and and returns to the mid mid uh, midfield. It was just an amazing turn. You know, never give in. Make them earn every inch. Never give in, indeed. And Paulie did get another muff pump later in the game. Uh, they did end up scoring on that a four yard touchdown run. Kick the extra point. I thought it was interesting that. You know, not to second guess Chris Smoke, but to not kick a field goal in that situation after three straight plays, they had really gone backwards and you put points on the board and take the lead. Uh, what did you think of his decision there to to go for it on fourth and a good distance? Yeah, um, I think they were probably maybe thinking they had house money at that point. Mm. Again, you know, this is like a free free shot at, at a touchdown. Let's just go for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you know, it was later in the game, Mark, where um, you guys are down 7 nothing from that point and 7-0 and most of the game. Uh, Paulie got inside the red zone again, and it was in the fourth quarter, I believe. Phone call? Oh, you got a phone call? Must be the president of the United States. Matt, let that. me get this real quick. Okay. It's, it's one of our guys. It's Gio Ortega. Gio. All right. 1230. Gio, you're on the air, man. See, Coach yeah. Carson. It'll never... be real quick. <laughs> All right. Tell everybody. Okay. All right, bye. Coach bye. Carson answered phone calls. The call about our baseball practice. Yeah. Well, I guarantee you, you announced that last night, but the yeah. kids probably Sorry. forgot, right? No worries. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, we did on the bus ride home, but yeah, they, yeah. Well, there's a little delay here, Mark. Bear with me. Bear with me. We will, uh, we'll do what we can here. Um, yep. Okay. Anyway. So, uh, late in the game, uh, Paulie was, was driving inside the red zone and they could have put the game away. Uh, fortunately for you guys, you got forced to fumble. You jumped on it. I mean, had they scored there the way your offense had kind of gone, that probably would have, uh, put the game out of reach really. Yeah, I could, I could have iced it for him. I think, um, I felt good about scoring one touchdown, but I don't know about scoring twice, <laughs> you know? So, Oh, that was a huge turnover. Ray Montez fell in that fumble, and that was huge. That was just a huge play. Montez had a great night. Um, I don't know how many tackles he had. Maybe you could tell me, but he looked good uh, up front on the offensive line. Uh, uh, yeah. Him and uh, Jaden Sanchez, I look at those guys, and they kind of epitome of Rio Hondo prep-type football players, really. A uh, good night all around uh, there in the trenches. Yep, they did real well, and they're just tough two-way players and playing O-line and linebacker. You know, that's a rarity uh, at most places, but at Real Hondo Prep, it's kind of the norm, you know. And so uh, uh, those two guys went both ways, never came out, and just super tough physical football players. Great, great stuff. Well, 
Uh, let's see here. Yeah, speaking of those lights, Mark, I was talking with Rick Johnson before the game, and all of a sudden they just popped on. And you're like, yeah. whoa, this is a little different than field one. You know, the lights just taking 10 <laughs> minutes to turn on. <laughs> yeah, so, it came on quick, and it was like instantaneous day, day, daylight almost. <laughs> let's talk oh, about wow. it. Let's talk about injuries. Um, you guys were banged up going into the game. We talked about Gio. Uh, Jack, looked like, uh, your quarterback, Jack Van Cleve, looked like he hurt his knee on a rollout, got uh, pushed out of bounds. Wasn't sure he was going to go back in the game. Um, but Pasadena Pauly, they seemed late in the game, especially to be dropping like flies, not major injuries, but a lot of cramping. I took notice of it. I know you and your staff did as well. Yeah, we reminded that the guys of that. Hey, they're they're cramping. That means they're getting tired, uh, fatigued. It's happened in our first two games as well, where the other teams would cramp. And uh, we take we take a lot of pride in our conditioning and our training, um, and knowing that you got to play four quarters both ways if you're a Rohan prep football player. Be prepared to do that. And so <laughs> the guys take it seriously. And um, it was something that kind of I think kept them in it mentally. Like guys, they once we saw them start cramping, it's like guys, we're wearing them down. We're wearing them down and um we just gotta hang on and we'll, we'll win it at the end yeah so. my, my dad uh, mark a r- big real hondo prep football fan uh like i right. am and uh he he texted me he says man paulie could have taken that game several ties uh several times but they weren't conditioned he, he's texting me after the game he goes tell mark we out condition them we we out condition them that's so right. <laughs> that's right i think that was the key i think you're you're totally right <laughs> he was very happy with that and um you know it's funny Mark. And the guys Paulie, know it too they say they, they talk about it oh and that's that's probably the most yeah, the important thing about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's the yeah. most important thing um i want to say that you know for being a coach who's been around rio a lot and, and this year you know a bunch of blowout wins so to go from scoring 40 plus points a game and blowing teams out right out of the gate to having a dog fight street fight mm-hmm from wire to wire i mean that's got to change things mentally for you guys during the game yeah we we kind of we expected it um just based on paulie's scrimmage film that they had shown us they looked really good just kind of destroyed south pasadena high school and so we expected a dog fight and um, they always play us tough you know they know our stuff we know their stuff it's funny it's it, no one's always right 100 percent of the time but um they'll be calling out our place when we're on offense and we're doing the same thing when they're on offense. <laughs> and it's funny how many times we're right um, on both sides. And so it's uh, one of those things, you know, but that's what rivalry games are all about. Well, it was a game of inches and, you know, yeah. you guys had a few plays dialed up that just missed. You just missed Geo yeah. uh, deep on a pass. Ryan will leave. I mean, yeah. you're, you're throwing to these guys a couple of big plays that almost happened. It shows you how, how close the game is. And one thing I noticed right off the bat, Mike, Mark, is that the rivalry was alive and well. There was, I'll be honest, I was there on the sideline. It was, it was quite vocal from both teams. You hear everything? It yeah. Chippy. Yes, sir. Yep. And that's how it is. It's all, it's all good afterwards, but during the game, it's chippy and everyone wants to win. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, it was, there was some smack talking, some, uh, every yep. play it seemed. I was like, okay, okay, this is, uh, <laughs> this might be two small private schools, but hey, this is, uh, it's on. Yep. It was a football sure. game, man. It was, yeah. you know, things don't always go well or things happen you don't yep. expect. That's what's great about football, man. Another, yeah, perfect life lesson. You know, things don't go as planned, but um, you just got to adapt and figure it out and keep playing, keep plugging away. Absolutely, Mark. And 
Um, I, I got it. Well, let's see here. Let's see. Fourth quarter, you recovered the fumble. Um, it, was, it was a game of first downs, really, just about moving the chains. Get First downs were almost as good as points. Um, after the punt returns, we yep. talked about that. You just said, all right, enough is enough. Well, we're not putting a guy back there. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll take the field position. Probably yeah. uh, your best option. Okay, we got to talk about the fourth and five play to uh, Geo. Um, you go to one of your best players on a pass play. Jonathan Guerrero, who had a great night rushing, got you guys within uh, distance of that first down when you guys were backed up third and 10 or whatever. Um, so you yeah. call the play little, it looked like geo blocked and then kind of did a little wheel up the left sideline, made an unbelievable yeah. catch. Great throw from Jack. I mean, uh, what do you think of that play? Yes. So it was um, actually the same play that Ryan McCullough scored on. that got called back. We just put mm -hmm. geo at, at fullback, Ryan at tight end. Ryan was actually wide open uh on that fourth down play and and that would have been an easier play but um and so the, the poly kid did a great job he held geo up and then um was with him stride for stride but the throw just went right over his shoulder to the outstretched arms of geo uh who who we don't know how he reached out with his shoulder the way it was but he and there's a great picture um we have a photographer who took got a great shot of it his fingertips on his fingertips and um he's able to haul it in and then uh, we gave it to McCullough or Jonathan got down there um, and then McCullough for the, uh, the big two point conversion. We're like, he's going to get three yards. You know, yeah. there's no way they're going to keep him out. So, well, the, the quarterback sneak with Van Cleef for the, for the touchdown, yeah, touchdown and then right. the, and then the two point conversion uh, Mark, the left side of the line. I don't know if you've seen the, the left side of the line buries the poly defenders. The poly defenders right. are going up against the goalposts by the time McCullough is in the end zone. I'm serious. It was a great book. Yeah. Brandon Davis and uh, Jaden Sanchez yeah. and those guys, guys. Uh, Ray yeah. Montez. I mean, they just blew Polly off the ball on that play. They did an awesome job. And then, yeah, we thought if Ryan McCullough gets going downhill, there's no way he's not going to get three yards. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. It was just, he was like that fourth quarter, him and JG, it was like reminding me of uh, Vince Young at the Rose Bowl. You know, like no one could tackle him. <laughs> it's so funny seeing Ryan uh, back there, you know, sophomore, big kid, 6'3", 245, and then little little Jonathan Guerrero, 5'5", yeah. 146. Yeah. And you're like, wait a minute, these two, yeah, it, it's, a, <laughs> it's a funny picture. Love, yeah. them, love them both to death, though. Jonathan Guerrero, how many yards did he end up with last night? He ended up with 137. Wow. wow. Kind of quiet 137, but yeah. Yeah, just just a quiet night, day at the office. And then McCullough, uh, you know, I don't want to make too many big comparisons here, but he does have a little bit of like Landon Goodwell in him where he's the biggest kid out there and kind of still learning about his, uh, you yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, he's only a sophomore and he's he's still growing. And once once he, uh, you know, gets more time in the weight room and all that, he's just going to be a monster. Um, yeah. he, he's definitely a college football player. It'll be fun to watch. And he, he blocked that field goal too um to seal to seal the win and um called that timeout sent him a gap and we're just like all right go for it dude. blow it up man blow it up and then yeah i got his hand on it, it was an awesome play so 35 yard attempt special player he's gonna be a spe yeah he is a special player he's gonna be um we all know about jonathan guerrero um right you know senior jack fan cleave gonna be tough to see him go uh just a great overall performance by the team well we should say a great effort because early on the performance was a little yeah. shaky, but they battled, yeah, man. Yeah, just yeah, and they we made enough plays to keep keep in it. You know, it could have got away from us, but uh, made the plays we had to play to make keep in it, and then um, 
that big drive at the end of the game was just huge, you know, and, and that was, I think it was like a 70 yard drive, you know, as time was running down. And so <laughs> that was, you know, it, that was it. If we give the ball back, it's probably over. You know, well, but. well, Paulie had a great kickoff return, uh, almost got mm-hmm. him in the midfield, a few good pass plays some scrambles. Um, I got to tell you, okay. I know you didn't like the, the personal foul call. All right. Not many on the sideline yeah. did. I got to tell you guys something though. So that was a third down play. Yeah. You guys were fortunate that the officials deemed that play to be a dead ball foul After that, yeah. for it to yeah, go to fourth down. First down. It would right. have been, it was 15 yards. So no automatic first downs. They still would have been third. And I think it was third and seven. At that like point. That, yeah. It would have been, it, was, it went to fourth and seven. They deemed yeah. that that hit late. So it was fourth. Right. Paulie could have ran another play, got a little, things could have changed. Yeah. So maybe something that eh, people didn't think about because of the, uh, the anger and everything, but Rio blocks the field goal, a great yeah. scene. A moot point. Yeah. yeah. Great scene. I mean, the, the, the sideline explodes. The, the overhead <laughs> look is great, man. It's a great uh-huh. shot. Yeah. Um, that was really cool. What was the first thing you, you went to Medfield, you met head coach, Chris smoke. Uh, you were, you know, shouting his name quite a bit on the sideline, if I if I must say, during the game. But after the game, uh, what was the first thing he said to you? Uh, just, what did he say? Um, <laughs> I don't remember, just the typical stuff. Good game, man. That was fun. And yeah, yeah. typical stuff. Congratulations. Yeah, that was it. You could tell yeah. that it's uh, a very respectful rivalry. But yeah. uh, he, you know, he wanted to win. You wanted to win. You guys are, you know, for, yeah. for 48 minutes, it's a, it's a war, but Hey, afterwards, let's. Uh, yeah. That's how you want it to be. Yeah. You're competing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mark, the most impressive thing I saw last night, and I don't know if it made it on film. I think you can see it on the huddle uh, film, but uh, I was incredibly impressed by this. I gotta, I gotta give a shout out to three young men after you guys shake hands. Okay. Paulie walks towards their end zone. Uh, you guys are starting yeah. to come back to your sideline. Um, three young men, uh, Ryan Olivas, Jonathan Guerrero, and Brandon Davis. They noticed a Pasadena Pauly player on their sideline. I think it was number 51. He was sitting there with crutches. He couldn't get up to shake hands. He didn't even get up to go see his team down uh, in the end zone. Those three guys, Guerrero, Olivas, and Brandon Davis, they went out of their way, Mark, to go shake that guy's hand, say great game, whatever they said to him. I thought that was incredibly classy, um, and it just it jumped out to me, and I think that was something that really summed up the rivalry if I had to for the night. That is really cool. I'll have to, see, I'll have to watch that. That is really cool. Um, and I think it speaks volumes of those guys and just, you know, who we are as a program and as a, as a team and a school, uh, you know, uh, football is a tool to teach character growth. And, and um, that's our main focus. And those guys, that's just a demonstration of great character. I'm going to actually check that out and uh, see that text this to Chris last night. And he agreed um, is, is kind of like a, in the theme of army Navy, you know, yeah. uh, mutual respect, and um, you're gonna play your play your uh, tail off. Um, but after the game, it's mutual respect, and um, so um, yeah, that was cool to, to know, though. Yeah, thanks for pointing that out. Definitely, I it's uh, that uh, you know, 
wins and losses. Great. But I think uh, it's, it's stuff like that, that, that uh, really the program should be about the rivalry should be about. And uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I saw it live as, as it was happening. And then I went back last night and watched it on film to see, and uh, it was there. So if you want to see it pointed out to the guys, I thought cool. that was really, really cool. Okay. Mark in uh, kind of wrapping things up here. Can we get this game played again at the Rose bowl next year? What do you think? You're talking about it. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, maybe week zero. So it would be our next game, which would be crazy. Oh, wow. We'll see. Um, yeah. yeah. We'll see. I don't know. No, I won't make any promises, but yeah. But it's it's something that we'll say both schools want to do. It's just about making right, it happen. Right, And okay. it would be awesome with fans there. You know, I think our fans would have such a good time. And um uh, you know, get, get their early tailgate, do the whole thing and uh, go watch a football game. It'd be, it'd be epic. Yeah. So hopefully we can make it happen. Let's, let's get it going. Well, Mark, um, anything you want to say about the seniors? Uh, they had a, 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 a uh, you know, tough year, three game season. I yeah. could see the emotion in a lot of their eyes after the win last night, the, the last time they were going to put on a Rio uniform, the alma mater, a few, a few tears in the eyes of kids. I mean, what can you talk about the senior class? Yeah, so the seniors, um, so I'll tell them all by name, Daniel Tran, uh, Josh Cito, Jack Van Cleve, Brandon Davis, Anderson Lang, and then Ryan and Nate Olivas. Um, and those aren't all our seniors in our school, but those are the guys who, who chose to come out and play football for really the last, you know, uh, eight months, really, since the pandemic started. We're like, all right, we're going to gear up and play for a normal season. And they said, oh, we aren't going to play in the fall maybe going to start in December. All right, guys, we're going to play in December. And then that disappointment. And then finally, we were, I think, a day or two away from just scrapping it and saying, all right, moving on to spring sports. When CIF came out and said, hey, you can have a mini season. And we're like, all right, we're going to do it, guys. And we threw these three games together and got with Paulie on the Rose Bowl and all that. And then that was delayed and pushed back. And so it's been just a roller coaster for those guys. And um, I, I talked to them uh, and the whole team about this um, yesterday that, um, they stuck it out and they were, um, demonstrated that they're reliable people and loyal. And, um, that is something that will carry them and stay with them. That character trait, the rest of their life. If you're a loyal, reliable person, you can, you know, you can be counted on and you can count on me. I'm going to do it. Then, and that just speaks volumes about your character and who you are and so the shout huge shout out to those seniors who stuck with it you know i hear about seniors at other schools um not just football um like some of the one of the baseball teams we're playing their kids are just walking like we're not playing you know their seniors are just phoning it in and our kids aren't doing that and so um it's a credit to them and their character and, and their parents who, who raised them right amen to that uh it's a tribute to their families and uh you know what great kids indeed Real Hondo Prep's a special place. Um, I know you guys are right into baseball. It's April 2nd now, Mark. How how quick is this uh, baseball season? How many games are you playing? Are you guys ready? Or are you guys going to have the opportunity to to defend the title? Yes, yes. And so we play um, – we have practice today. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll have a short practice today, and then we'll practice um, – 
four times next week. And we have a game Saturday, a week from tomorrow um, at Marshall. Um, and then we start league on the following Tuesday against Providence. And so we're right in it um, to make playoffs. We're in division, I believe division four, I think. Um, so it's up there. It's going to be tough, but to make playoffs, you got to, you got to finish top three in your league and our league leagues uh, probably our league's best sport is baseball. So it's going to be a tough road, but um, we're looking forward to it. And you're right. You get to defend our title. Yeah. 2019 CIF champion, the real Hondo prep. Well, Mark, it's been a fun football seasons uh, ups and downs for those, for those of you out there, not of you, my listeners out there, but for those out there that don't think, kids need high school football or that it's not beneficial. You're all dead wrong. Um, you, you don't get it. You never will get it. Football helps uh, train uh, young men and make them better. And Real Hondo Prep uh, could not be better at doing those things. So Mark, final thoughts. I appreciate you being here recording with me last night today. Yeah. I mean, you're a busy man coaching baseball now. It's been great. <laughs> hey, well, thank you, Matt. And you're, you're hundred percent right on football not just for our guys, but for young men across the state, across Southern California, across America. I mean, folks, um, it's the one, really one chance to teach um, real masculinity. And, um, you know, um, these are our future country's leaders, our future young men who, who knows, could go to war someday. And, and if you want our country to be off, then, um, you're asking for trouble in a lot of areas, and, and it, one way to do that would be to get rid of football. And so I can't thank you enough for promoting our sport, promoting our program, of course, as an alum. Um, but it, it's to me, it's the, it's the hope for our future is uh, for our young men is to, to get out and play football and just experience all the benefits physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually that you can get playing football and that you can't get anywhere else. Um, you want to raise a young man, put him on the football field. Man, I, I could not have said it better myself. Uh, great, great words, Mark. We'll go in, a, go have a successful baseball season, and uh, it'll be time to put the pads back on here in, in the summer in no time. So uh, it's been a pleasure. Yep. I, I love doing this, and uh, even if I can't get to games, we'll try to do some, uh, some, some interviews and stuff, uh, you know, one way or another. Thanks for bearing with us with the uh, audio issues and everything. Mark, it was a great season. Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining me again today. Thank you, Matt. Happy year, everybody. Thank you.
what a victory for the Rio Hondo Prep Cares over their rivals, the Pasadena Poly Panthers, at the Rose Bowl on Thursday night, April 1st. Can't think of a better way if you have to only play a three-game season in the spring than to uh, to do just that by beating your rivals uh, to take your final snaps as seniors at the Rose Bowl. Pretty awesome stuff. I feel sad for the guys that they don't have a chance to pursue a championship. But you know what, guys? Uh, it might be cliche, but but you guys are definitely champions of the uh, spring of 2021. Definitely the kings of uh, well, the Pasadena Arcadia area for sure. Taking down the Panthers, a real Hondo prep tradition. Uh, very very grateful from the uh, speaking for the alums out there in the efforts you guys put out. You guys you guys were down. You guys battled. You, you fought through adversity. You didn't get. You didn't cramp up like maybe the opponents did. You guys fought hard, and and it, everyone could tell that you guys played incredibly hard and and left nothing on the field. So that's all that alumni can expect from you guys. And uh, it was a pleasure to be there. Just a great, great win. A gritty, tough win. An ugly win. Whatever you want to call it. Real Hondo Prep victorious over the Pauly Panthers. And if you can do that, you know what. That's a successful season. That's a very productive season. So congratulations to the Real Hondo Prep football team, to the seniors. Uh, thank you so much. And you know what? You, your life is just starting out. You'll never forget these these moments. I know it's hard right now. All of us had to take our shoulder pads off for the last time at some point. And, uh, you know, there's no easy way to, to say it, that, oh, it's going to get better easy every day. But uh, it is what it is. So uh, just try to look back and cherish the memories, guys. Uh, and, and that's all that's all you can ask. And uh, speaking speaking as an alum, uh, my, my brother was an alum. I have some great friends who, you know, are still there involved in the program. Uh, it, it's awesome to see Real Hondo Prep football competing. And some things never train, never change. The tradition continues, you know. And uh, fellas, a charge to keep, right? To keep that with you wherever you, wherever you end up in life. Uh, to the coaches, great job keeping the the boys motivated. And it was awesome seeing from. The, I watched a little bit of the NF, NFHS feed, the uh, the the broadcast that was going out. Uh, and I was just thinking to myself about the alumni. You know, some of the guys watching on on the internet TV or whatever and losing their mind over Real Hondo Prep winning an 8-7 ball game. I'm sure Bill Barnes will have a few things to say about this game on Wednesday when I record with him. I actually recorded them on Mondays or Tuesdays, so his episode will come out on Wednesdays as always. But uh, I'm going to see if if I've won him over big time as the... Uh, you know, the, uh, what would you call it? It's <laughs> a big Brando prep fan that he is now designated as, uh, I love him. I love him to death. He teases me about Rio Hondo, but I think he sees the types of people that come out of Rio Hondo and he understands, he gets it. He's like, okay, good, good school, good program. Uh, you know what? Everyone who comes out of there is, uh, is a better man. He's a better man for it. So I'm going to talk with Bill Barnes on Wednesday. So there might be a few more, <laughs> Uh, conversations about the big game at the Rose Bowl. But for now, we'll put a bow on it. Gentlemen, it's a pleasure to watch you guys. A charge to keep. Never forget that. And uh, yeah, looking forward to the next football season. Two football seasons in 2021. Pretty crazy. Only five months away, fellas, for, for you guys who are coming back and to the alums out there. Man, I hope uh, hope, hope this gets everyone's uh, juices flowing a little bit to uh, try to watch RHP football. Mr. Bray does a great job posting the videos and the Facebook live. And so there's, there's a lot of options here and, and great ways to follow the program, whether you live in another country, another state or wherever, 
Uh, there's uh, you got options here. Follow the Real Hondo Prep program on YouTube, on Facebook, uh, however you want to do it. But there's lots of ways to follow the uh, the uh, Real Hondo Prep football program and uh, one that a program that has done so many great things. Uh, anyway, there's also some great ways to follow the Get Home Safe podcast. For those of you who are new, uh, we have a Twitter handle that is Get Home Safe Pod. Our Facebook and Instagram page is Get Home Safe Podcast, and our email address is get home safe podcast at yahoo.com if you'd like to send us a message or just something uh, related to a topic maybe uh, give your two cents on something i said respond ask me or bill barnes questions whatever the case may be guys send in those messages you can also send in a voice message if you look at the links in the episode notes here you can leave a voice message click there uh, pretty self-explanatory you can have your voice heard here on the podcast. So uh, it's a one-minute limit. I, I usually try to promote that a little bit in case anyone wants to call in, if you will. Uh, so a lot of options here, a lot of ways to follow the podcast. And please, wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever, uh, make sure you subscribe. It doesn't mean it's going to charge you anything, but it will just notify you of when new episodes are out. So for those of you who are new, uh, I talk Real Hondo Prep football. I talk current events, politics, give my two cents, my strong opinions on what's going on. I try to talk a lot about sports as well. And Fridays, I try to commit to just somebody else and learning about them and their journey in their life. So if anyone out there is interested, by all means, reach out. We are fan friendly here at the Get Home Safe podcast. Real Hondo Prep, it's been a pleasure covering you guys i'm going to continue to do that i know a lot of listeners out there are uh, avid fans of real hondo or affiliated one way or another uh, we're all family it's just it's fun to come on here and and talk on the microphone i'm trying to do more videos if you guys could see with facebook live and just video posts i'm going to try to do some video interviews as well hopefully the podcast is going in a good new direction uh, and just really improving daily weekly monthly uh, we just want to make this show uh, better, make it better, make it quality, make it something you guys want to follow and maybe your friends want to follow. So give us a like, give us a follow on social media. Uh, if you should so feel inclined, I'm almost, I'm out of breath here, I'm out of words. Pardon me. It's a little late at night. Let me pause for a second. Okay. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into this edition of the podcast. It was a pleasure taking you into the Rose Bowl with the sounds, taking you back, reliving it. I hope you enjoyed that. And uh, I, I could ramble about Real Hondo Prep all day, but life must move forward. We'll be back next August with some more Real Hondo Prep football, I hope. And uh, looking forward to maybe putting together, I don't know, some audio clips or video clips uh, with some highlights and a play-by-play. -play. I don't know. I'm thinking outside the box here. Just uh, anybody has any ideas, throw them my way. I'm always open to uh, hearing from you guys and then what your thoughts are. Okay, sorry I've gone long today, but it was a big show, a fun show. Everyone enjoy the college basketball national championship game tonight here on April 5th. I will give a video out on sometime on Monday on our Facebook and our Twitter giving my recap of the Final Four and my prediction for the national championship. But today was all about the CARES 5150 Farna Avenue Rio Hondo Prep uh, the great win from the big game over well not over the weekend but last Thursday alright no more Rio talk I well not no more but you know that's it for now okay guys thank you for joining me 
It was so much fun. I hope you enjoyed it. Guys, as always, no matter what you're doing, whether you're out on the town or round in third base, get home safe.